0: Welcome to Postscript, the American Society for Pharmacy Law podcast. My name is Henry Hine, and I'll be your host today. The American Society for Pharmacy Law, ASPL, has an annual conference in the fall of every year entitled Development in Pharmacy Law. We focus on presenters with the latest and most important developments in pharmacy law each and every year. This year we have over two dozen speakers presenting at the conference. This year's conference is November 3rd through 6th in Naples, Florida. Attendees can receive up to 15 hours of CE in pharmacy, 15 hours of CE in law, and if you're lucky enough to need both, you get 15 hours in both. Registration for the conference is available at ASPL.org. In this podcast series, We are featuring a few of the conference speakers with two goals in mind. One is to gain a larger feel for the background of each and every speaker, and a little tidbit about what they're going to speak. Today, we are honored to have as our guests, Jay Warmoth and Jane Blaney. They're both a Fagre Drinker. Thank you for joining us.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having us.
0: All right, welcome. Uh, before we get to your topic, I'd like to uh, ask you, you a little bit about your background and do that in sort of two phases. One would be how you've gotten to where you are in your career. Um, we have a lot of people that love our conference from the point of view of networking and getting the CE. But separate from the CE right now, part of networking is going to know where you come from and who you are. So, how'd you get to where you are and where are you in your career? Who are your clients? Um, and you know, how, how, you know, that works out for you. So let me start with Jay. Jay, I see you're a partner. So let's hear about a little bit of where you've been and where you are right now.
2: Sure. Yeah. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll start with the inverse. So yes, I'm a partner in the Minneapolis office of Fagre Drinker, uh, and my practice focuses, uh, in almost exclusively in the managed care space, generally on both um, health plan, health insurance related matters, and then also PBM and pharmacy related matters. And in terms of how I got to this point, I'd say the the biggest step in that journey was my time at United Health Group, where I spent uh, about 13 years working. Uh, at United Health as part of their in-house legal team for both the health insurance side of the business, and then also the last several years as general counsel of OptumRx, their PBM. And once I determined to transition out of the in-house life and back into the law firm life, Vagary was just a natural fit because they had a strong health presence, both in the insurance side and the healthcare side. And now we are, are trying to um, expand our, our PBM and pharmacy services.
0: So it's, it's a great time to be expanding services, uh, obviously based on the topic you guys have, which we haven't gotten to yet, but let's jump over to Jane. Jane, uh, where have you been and where are you now in your career?
1: Thanks, Henry. So like Jay said, we work for Fagre Drinker. I'm an associate also in the Minneapolis office, and I work predominantly in regulatory and transactional law. Um, often in the managed care space and more generally in the health insurance space and also in the pharmacy and PBM space. My background is um, in healthcare specifically. I worked in clinical care, direct patient care first, and from there transitioned into working in direct patient care with regard to insurance, specifically for uh, chronically ill patients. And that work is what brought me to wanting to become an attorney in the first place. So again, like Jay said, when I was looking for a firm, vagary was a natural fit for me due to all the work that they do in the healthcare space. uh, The fact that they have attorneys like Jay and others at our firm who specialize in this area. And that's how I ended up with our firm now.
0: Wow, that sounds great. So let's go move on. And what is the title of your topic this year at the conference?
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: So the the title of our presentation is Developments in State and Federal Laws and Regulations Impacting PBMs. Uh, And so that's a big healthy topic. Um, I think as um, most of the audience members know, there's been a lot of developments uh, with respect to the regulation of PBMs. And so we're going to try to both give a little bit of an overview of uh, exactly how PBMs fit into all of that, you know, in terms of the drug Distribution system overall, um, because I think that's always an interesting starting point, and then talk about some of those regulations and how it might impact both consumer prescription drug access and cost, and also pharmacies and, and others in the you know working in the industry. You know, we won't be able to cover everything, obviously, but we'll we'll give you a, a good overview and a sense of of what's what's happening in this space.
0: So, and when you talk about in the space, and I'm going to back you up maybe just a little bit here, but wasn't there a a rather substantial Supreme Court case recently? And as you know, we have law members and pharmacy members, and there may be a few people out there that don't know about the case. So could you just give me a brief, you know, when did this case come down? What did the case kind of say? And how did that spin out to the states? Maybe that'd be a quick one.
2: Yeah, that's 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 right, Henry. Uh, So, yes, there was uh, there was a seminal case in this regard uh, in December of 2020 called Rutledge. Um, And the crux of that case was whether or not states could regulate a self-funded ERISA plan. So basically an employer that maintains a self-funded plan versus an insurance plan, a plan offered by an insurer. Um, and we will definitely dig into the details of that case uh, in some related cases. Uh, but it, in in some, uh, the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court held that there is an ability to regulate at least some aspects of those plans with respect to PBM matters. And, and from that has, from that ruling has spawned even ever-increasing state activity with respect to the regulation of PBMs.
0: Let me ask Jane a quick question in this area. So has that case uh, funneled down to like almost every, if not every state looking at something?
1: It's a hard question to ask if it's funneled down to every single state, Henry, Um, although we wish we often knew what every legislature was talking about. Um, But it is certainly something that we've seen impacting all of the state's uh, the volume of regulations or bills that are even introduced each year has been increasing year over year, especially since Rutledge came down. And that's one of the exciting things about getting to present on this topic: is looking at what are the regulations, um, what are these bills that are being introduced. You know what what are they designed to do? Who are they designed to protect? What are the goals of these regulations? And Equally as important are are those goals being met? You know what they're intended to do? Is that what they're actually doing?
0: It sounds like a really, really interesting topic. I'm excited to hearing about it at our conference. It is something that seems to me rather explosive when the Supreme Court changes the law, allowing states into this realm, whatever that realm is. That, that's just an amazing thing. Um, as we move on, um, and we like to go ahead and give you an opportunity to uh, uh, tell our listeners uh, how to contact you if they'd like to contact you. You know, there's different ways. So, Jay, I'll ask you, um, if somebody wants to get a hold of you in this area um, of your expertise, um, how would they find you?
2: Yeah, I think probably the easiest way is to go to our website uh, fagredrinker.com. So that's f a e g r e d r i n k e rcom um, and and look me up on our on our uh, personnel finder, um, and you'll find you'll find my email, my phone, um, and I'm happy to to communicate uh, via either means.
0: All right, and Jane, same area. How would people contact you? Should they be interested in contacting you?
1: I would second that. Through the website is absolutely the easiest way to do it.
0: All right, really appreciate your time today. We look forward to seeing you at the conference. Um, and moving on, I want to thank our listeners for listening today to Postscript, the American Society for Pharmacy Law's podcast. Again, our fall conference, Development in Pharmacy Law, is November third through sixth in Naples, Florida. To see the agenda and/or register you can go to ASPL.org. And this is Henry Heim, and we thank you for listening.